The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I had a boy. I'm a Rebbe, 40 years. I was taught in Shiva. I started teaching Shiva Crown Heights in, in 1978. So I was teaching kids that were not from, not kids that were from, from families, but not from, from Israeli families, not religious. It was a Kirov Yeshiva in Mill Basin, used to be in Crown Heights. Not Labab, it's a regular Kirov day school. I had a boy in my class, he had lost his mother and whatever, he, he, he lost his mother and his father wasn't really involved and he had an older sister that took care of him, two years older than him, and he was in my class and his name was Rafi, that was his real name. And um, I sent him to Yeshiva in Rochester, he got thrown out, then I sent him to Chavetz Chaim, he got thrown out, then I sent him, finally I got him into another Yeshiva um, where he did pretty well, Rabbi Freiluch in Queens, and he graduated, um, but he wasn't very happy with the whole yeshiva system. And I didn't see him after that. He graduated high school. I didn't see him. About five, six years later, his sister got married. She invited me to the wedding. I came to the wedding. I hadn't seen him. I saw a Harley Davidson motorcycle, beautiful Harley Davidson motorcycle, sitting in front of the wedding hall. It was a little strange. I came walking in. He was very rough. He was a big boy, very big boy. And there's standing Rafi, leather jacket, Hell's Angels, part of a motorcycle gang, tattooed from head to toe, his wallet chained to, you know, I don't know if you ever see these guys, his wallet's chained, he's got more chains coming out of everywhere, got a couple of piercings, got all this metal on his jacket, whatever it is, a real biker, the real thing, beard with rubber bands in it, ponytail with rubber bands in it. The whole look is here flying. Big guy comes over to me and goes, Hey, Rabbi, what's up? I'm like, Hey, Raf, how you doing? And I, I'm thinking to myself, Oh, you there? I should have been in contact. I should have stayed in contact with him. But at that time, I taught half a day and then he had another class and whatever. He said, I got to show you something. I'm like, Probably he's carrying a gun. I don't know what he's going to pull out, right? He says, I want to show you something. He takes off his jacket. This is a true story. He takes off his jacket. And his, his right hand, skull bones, the whole works, like, like the real stuff that I went, iron cross, like the real, real guyish, a real biker, like this guy was in it deep. He says, check out my left hand, Revy. Not no tattoos on it. I'm like, my high, like what's going on here? He says, remember I was in your class and you bought tulin for everybody and I had my grandfather's tulin. I was thinking that when I was in the, the tattoo parlor, and they were tattooing me up, I was thinking, like, it would really make my grandfather and Hashem pretty upset if I put my tulin on tattoos. So I told them not to touch my left hand. I looked at his whole hand. There was nothing on his left hand. That was my story for the next couple of years. I came to class. I'm like, guys, you understand? He's laying on a tattoo table in a parlor. The hell's angels are in the room. All the guys, the gang, the whole thing. And they're all picking out tattoos, this, tattoo, that. His body's being tattooed from head to toe, and he's like, don't touch my left hand. And these are all going like, what? And he's like, whatever, it's a Jewish thing. But you look silly, your whole left, right hand's tattooed, your left hand that, don't touch my left hand. When he told me that, I was like, nice bike. That's what I told him. I think he gave him a compliment, what was I going to say, nice, not, nice tattoo, nice bike down there, very nice, whatever. Didn't hear from him again. Didn't have any expectations. This past week, 
on Monday at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, my phone rings, a call from Florida. Okay, a call from Florida I'm going to pick up. Maybe they want to invite me to speak. If it's from Minnesota, I don't pick up. But anyway, so I pick up. Hi, is this Rabbi Wallstein? I'm like, yes. This is Rafi's sister. Now, I happen to have lost a couple of students this year, in car accidents, cancer, whatever. So I was like, uh, anyone who calls me from those years, like something, they're sitting shiver, like something's happening. She goes, you remember him? I'm like, oh, I can't believe it, right? I never, got, never spoke to him again. I go, yeah, what's going on? She says, so my brother, um, my brother got married a year and a half ago. I'm like, wow, was he, 38? Yeah, he's 38. I'm like, so um, why are you calling me? She goes, he just made a bris for his son. He just had a baby, and he made a bris today. I'm like, is his wife Jewish? She says, Jewish? A babacha girl, she wears a shaitel till her till hair. Are you kidding me, Jewish? Are you kidding me? He's building the Jewish community in Plantation, Florida. He's like one of the main guys in Lubavitch. He's building it for them. He's like, from? He's like, Shemr Shabbos? She goes, yeah. I'm like, wow. That's amazing. I, you got to give me his number. So she gives me his number. I figure I'm going to call him later. She goes, all right, Wallstein, I have to tell you something else. I'm like, uh, you know, here comes the but. You know, everything was great till then, but. She goes, he named his baby today Zachariah. That's my name. My name is Zachariah. I said, but I'm alive. She goes, I know, I know, I know. But So we're telling everyone that he just likes the name. But he named him Zachariah because you never gave up on him. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.